Welcome to Rough Magic Performance Company's podcast, where women's stories take center stage. Season 1, The Macbeth Project. The Macbeth Project is made possible in part by our donors and the generosity of Inclusion Action, an organization that brings people together at the intersection of arts, business, and community to explore what it takes to advance equity and make a future that works for all, not some. To learn more about current projects and upcoming events, visit inclusionaction.com. Hi, I'm Elaine Hopkins, co-artistic director of Rough Magic Performance Company. For the Macbeth Project, I played the part of Banquo, Lady Macduff, and the Doctor. Hi, I'm Catherine Justice, and I'm the other co-artistic director of Rough Magic Performance Company. And in the Macbeth Project, I wrote the adaptation and played Lady Macbeth and one of the witches. We hope that you've enjoyed the Macbeth Project. We're excited to share the thoughts of more of our cast members in this bonus episode. Hi, this is Katie Kaufman. I play the role of the narrator and Ross and a couple messengers. My name is Ashanti Sakina Ford, and I play the roles of Duncan, Macduff, Witch 2, Fleance, and Murderer. My name is Amy K. Bryant, and I play Macbeth. So what's compelling to me about this story of Macbeth right now is that it's about power at all costs. One of the things that's most compelling about this story right now for me is the witch's influence on Macbeth. Like I really think a lot about how they tell him what the future is and then he takes that information and makes the future himself. So it kind of calls into question whether these events were actually going to happen had he not come across the witches in that moment and had they not told him that he would be king. It kind of reminds me of um, how social media, by uh, dropping an idea into a user's head, how they influence the behavior of people and people are not even aware that they're being manipulated. And how does this piece resonate in podcast format. The podcast format is really intimate. You can listen to Shakespeare's language in a new way and it's not being projected to the back of the auditorium. You can imagine the setting and the features of the characters, the trees. This frees the mind to make the story more your own and may give everyone a more personalized experience. I think the piece will resonate differently in podcast format, obviously because the listener gets to create the whole visual of the experience themselves, which is really fun. Um, Much like when you read a book, how you get to see the people. I mean, you do have the influence of the actor's voices to kind of paint a little bit of of what you draw in your own imagination, but otherwise it's really all up to the listener what it all looks like. How does it resonate to read with all women? I love this group of ladies. Some I've worked with before, others I've just admired from the audience, but because women are such powerful and emotionally available individuals, it opens up a humanity in the characters that are typically played by men that we don't often see. I think that it just uh, having women do all the roles in Macbeth just creates a dynamic where some of the more stereotypical, more patriarchal elements of classical theater 
are amplified because you don't have, you don't hear it the way you usually do if, if there were men. And it's interesting because originally there were no women. <laughs> the, the women's parts were played by men. And so that's a, a nice full circle kind of thing to have the tables turned and have all women performing the roles. And I think it also speaks to how maybe there should not be a men and a women's category in award ceremonies. When you're talking about acting, everybody's doing the same job. And when the job is done well, the gender of the actor is irrelevant, regardless of the gender identity of the character, you know, like a good actor can do any role. What did you enjoy or feel challenged by in working on this project? Well, taking on the role of the narrator, I felt a responsibility to vocally set the tone of each scene and described action. This was a fun challenge and hopefully I did it justice. I had never rehearsed over Zoom before, so that was new. One particular rehearsal for me was a comedy of errors with constant technical glitches, microphone malfunctions, tripods toppling, and two short charging cables. Other than that, the process was pretty smooth and we all learned some new tools. Uh, technology is becoming more and more a part of our lives these days. I, as always, felt really challenged with working with the language. Shakespeare is not my wheelhouse. I've been a professional actor for a long time, and I've actually done a, a fair amount of Shakespeare, but I I never really feel like those words are, they they trip off my tongue very easily. I was really fortunate to be in the great company of women who who are really well-versed in Shakespeare and can kind of tell me the things I don't know about the technique of doing this kind of work and also in the company of women who who make it sound easy, you know? It was really cool. It's been a very, a very fun experience. To be able to create art and share it during the global pandemic brings me joy for the current moment and hope for the future. I believe this project takes an artistic highlighter over the state of our country and marks where we must keep our attention. Power, greed, and destruction in a play written for white males to perform resonate differently when read by a cast like us. To hear the words of patriarchy read by mouths of those negatively affected by it allows listening ears to hear a different story, or the same story through a different lens. I enjoyed the challenge of building characters in such a short time and really listening to my scene partners. I enjoyed so much the process of bringing my community a play to hear. I'm excited to see what will come when the imagination of the audience meets the investigation of the artists. We thought it would be fun to include a full reading of the Sylvia Plath poem, Parliament Hill Fields, so that you can hear what the poem is like as it was originally created. No witches involved. On this bald hill, the new year hones its edge. Faceless and pale as China, the round sky goes on minding its business. Your absence is inconspicuous. Nobody can tell what I lack. Gulls have threaded the river's mud bed back to this crest of grass. Inland, they argue, settling and stirring like blown paper or the hands of an invalid. The wan sun manages to strike such tin glints from the linked ponds that my eyes wince and brim. The city melts like sugar. A crocodile of small girls nodding and stopping, ill-assorted, 
in blue uniforms opens to swallow me. I'm a stone, a stick. One child drops a barrette of pink plastic. None of them seem to notice. Their shrill, gravely gossips funneled off. Now silence after silence offers itself. The wind stops my breath like a bandage. Southward over Kentish town, an ashen smudge swaddles roof and tree. It could be a snowfield or a cloud bank. I suppose it's pointless to think of you at all. Already your dull grip lets go. The tumulus, even at noon, guards its black shadow. You know me less constant. Ghost of a leaf, ghost of a bird. I circle the writhen trees. I am too happy. These faithful dark-bowed cypresses brood, rooted in their heaped losses. Your cry fades like the cry of a gnat. I lose sight of you on your blind journey. While the heath grass glitters and the spindling rivulets unspool and spend themselves, my mind runs with them, pooling in heel prints, fumbling pebble and stem. The day empties its images like a cup or a room. The moon's crook whitens, thin as the skin seeming a scar. Now, on the nursery wall, the blue night plants, the little pale blue hill, in your sister's birthday picture start to glow. The orange pom-poms, the Egyptian papyrus light up. Each rabbit-eared blue shrub behind the glass exhales an indigo nimbus, a sort of cellophane balloon. The old dregs, the old difficulties take me to wife. Gulls stiffen in their chill vigil in the drafty half-light. I enter the lit house. The Macbeth Project is brought to you by Rough Magic Performance Company, a professional theater company dedicated to supporting women artists and telling women's stories. The Macbeth Project, direction by Tracy Maloney. Sound design and engineering by Taj Ruler. Adapted from the Shakespeare by Catherine Justice, with excerpts from Parliament Hill Fields by Sylvia Plath. The cast of The Macbeth Project includes Amy Bryant, Ashanti Sakina Ford, Elaine Hopkins, Catherine Justice, Katie Kaufman, and Taj Ruler. Full credits are available in the show notes and on our website. If you enjoyed The Macbeth Project, please consider making a donation to Rough Magic in support of our mission of bringing women's stories center stage. Tax-deductible contributions can be made at www.roughmagicperformance.org. Please consider writing a review or giving us a five-star rating to help us spread the word about the Rough Magic podcast. The Macbeth Project is dedicated to the memory and creative, generous spirit of James Vichulik.